fantasy news, fantasy updates, fantasy clowning. We doing it all the time, baby. Champ and chump fantasy dump. I'm your host, Chump. <laughs> the champ's here. I'm with my boy, Champ. We call him Commiss Tommy B. Forfeiting a season to get picks for the next year? Is it worth it? Ali, he's a nut job and a half, man. <laughs> Damn, boy. Champ and Chump, fancy dump. All right, folks. Episode 5, Fantasy Dump, Champ and the Chumper here. What's up, Champ? How we doing today? Oh, just another day, you know, sitting in quarantine. How we feeling? Everything good? Everything going well? Oh yeah, man, we're good. You know, had a nice productive day yesterday. Got some laundry done, cleaned the place, got some groceries. It was nice. Got the honey-do list on point. I see you. Putting my duties in. You got your walks in already? Got your steps in already? Not lately, man. This weather just had some snow today. What's that about? Yeah, we got about two inches of snow around here. This is fun. You know, good old snow shower in April is awesome. I love it. Man, a mid-April snowfall is not what we were looking for. Well, you know, I'm I'm really glad that we're going to talk about the South Divisions this week because it's like, what the fuck are we doing in Michigan? Let's leave ASAP. Reach, man. I want to golf, Mish. I want to golf. No doubt, man. We got to get on the links. All right, folks. This week, I just told you we're going to be going over the Southern Division. So, AFC and NFC South Divisions. After we go over this week, we are going to do the nice intro to the draft. So, we're going to do a little draft special. The start's going to be a little shorter episode next week. By Monday or Tuesday, we're going to go off. And we're going to talk about who we think is going to be a fantasy Factor, we'll say it, fantasy factor in the draft. And then also we're going to get together on live draft day, talking to some couple of knuckleheads we've mentioned before. And we're going to do a little Zoom chat, and hopefully we can get it recorded. Hopefully, you know, nothing happens with our Zoom. But uh, we're excited about next week's draft. Finally, some sports to talk about. But let's get going, Mish. This Southern divisions are stacked. I am excited to talk about the South. I mean, of course, they lost in the Civil War. What's up, North? Get it, get it, get it. But other than that, they are stacked, fully loaded with athletes. But we have the dum-dum of the dum-dum and BLB, Bill O'Brien and the Texans. How do you feel about D-Hop, Texans, fantasy this year? I am flustered by them. Man, I want to get some of whatever Bill O'Brien's been smoking. I'll tell you that. I mean, he's making some whack ass trades. How you send? How do you send a top two wide receiver away and don't get a first round pick in return? Don't get a first round pick, and you get you have three injury prone wide receivers as their top wide receivers. So like you had a guy that was a staple, had no issues uh, off the field. Caught everything, played every game, didn't give a fuck, knew, was mad confident in his game, and which would kill every cornerback. Look, D'Angelo Hall, talking shit, boom, pop your Achilles. See you next year, dude. I mean, you trade him away for a bucket of balls and David Johnson, and then you get Brandon Cooks in return who has more concussions than Mike Tyson. You know how Mike Tyson talks now? 
<laughs> I mean, come on, B.O.B. You got to do better than that. Yeah, dude. I don't. They're just setting up Watson to fail. It's, it seems like maybe when he his contract comes around, they're not even going to want to resign him, cause, or he's not going to want to resign there because they're just trading away the weapons and just bringing these other guys in. Now I just don't get it. This, I mean, this team's been on the come up for a little bit here, and then you go away and trade away your best player. Yeah, that's. I mean, the trade is is wild. Um, what do you think about Brandon Cooks? And Will, I mean, before and I was pumped, kind of pumped to have Wolf Fuller as like the fantasy number one on their team. Like, all right, well maybe. I mean, he had some blow up games that he maybe one or two games, and obviously it will pop a hammy and then soft tissue issue would be an issue. But I was excited for him to just maybe be wide receiver one. But now with Brandon Cooks in there, I don't, I don't now. I is a clusterfuck of bad. I mean, not bad, but I would say wide receiver threes. As they're starting wide receivers, and that kills D Watt as a top five quarterback, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. I think before the Hopkins trade, he was right there at discussion for QB three behind Mahomes and Lamar. Maybe could push them yeah. a little bit for that QB one two spot, but losing Hopkins, you're definitely not going to get that. I mean, he's got he had thirty plus total touchdowns last couple seasons, so he can put up the numbers. But man, when you get rid of that alpha receiver. I just don't see it. I don't think – I mean, Will Fuller's the biggest receiver they got at six foot nothing, and he's got worse injury luck than Deshaun Watson does. So, I mean, man, I just – I was really disappointed in uh, Deshaun Watson's stock for sure. It's definitely going down right now. Yeah, it's, it sucks. I mean, if you get him at QB – I've seen him at QB 8, you know, QB 9, QB 7, right flowing around there. I'm not going to take him higher than that, but – if he's there in the the rounds that you need, like you need a quarterback, and like you need a quarterback in, I would say eight to twelve, and if he's flown around there with those guys, like the the Matt Ryan's of the world, the Aaron Rodgers, I would still maybe take him over Aaron Rodgers because of his escapability and his running capabilities. Um, but I'm not going to take him top, like you said, top four quarterbacks anymore. Oh yeah, I think you got to drop him a little bit, maybe down to QB five or six. I do think his escapability and just improvising is going to come into play a lot more now because he's not going to just lock on to one guy. He's going to have to deal with either Fuller, Cooks, Randall Cobb, Kenny Stills, whoever's playing that week and whoever's not hurt. But what about the uh, the other side, David Johnson? You, you liking DJ or nah? Bro, I I hate to say I like him. I'm with you. I'm with you. I like that. I The only reason I, I like him is uh, Carlos Hyde. Yep, I agree. And Carlos Hyde was nothing. He was scraps on the table when you and then he got traded and then he be, he he blossomed after um lamar miller injury it's like if that's gonna be the case david johnson's the per he's one above he's a step above at least a step above uh carlos hyde and if you get him as your rb2 damn near rb3 is your flex option he's a good fucking option in my opinion this next year was a sneaky again another sneaky year <laughs> but what i hate about that is i'm putting trust in a guy that butt fucked me two years was it two years ago three years ago i think it was three now second overall yeah three years with that wrist and then again i'm like yo put a cast on bro it's a wrist it's not your knee i mean we'll talk about that later but come on man but i like him this year as a sneaky he's gonna drop obviously because people forget about him and he's fucked everybody over you know it's like that ex-girlfriend of yours it's like ah man should i go back to her like she's crazy but it's like but she fucks so good you know it's like one of those things where it's like yo like all right 
I'm gonna do it one more time. I'm gonna try it one more time. She might be good this time. You know what I mean? Like she might got her head straight. And I think David Johnson's that crazy ex-girlfriend. I can see that, man. I mean, was it 2018? He had a 10 touchdowns and like 1,300 total yards in Arizona. So he wasn't playing terrible. I just think he didn't really fit in with that offense they had in Arizona. That air raid, it just didn't really fit his play style, I think. Last year, Hyde ran for over 1,000 yards and six touchdowns in Houston. So there's no reason why David Johnson can't top that. No. Uh, and I and I'm with you on that. And I like their little combo with him and Duke Johnson. Um, I mean, Duke Johnson's gonna be Duke Johnson. He's just gonna catch some balls and possibly get like a long touchdown in a, in two games of the season. So he's a good, I guess, handcuff if David Johnson does go down. Because I mean, looking at his track record, he does get injured. Um, then I would take him if I if I draft David Johnson, I'll pick up Duke in the fifteenth or fourteenth. Right. But what other than that? They paid Fells this year, too. I saw that. Which, he gets sneaky a lot of touchdowns for a tight end. I think he's in that five to seven touchdown range. Which, I mean, if you're looking for a tight end, that's a good, I mean, get. Especially with a, you know, a pass-heavy guy like Watson as your quarterback. Yeah, I mean, Fells is a, he's a bigger guy, too, as well. So, you can see some red zone work, especially with Hopkins gone. It's not like you can throw yeah. a ball up to Brandon Cooks or nothing, so. That was my point exactly. That dude is, I think, gonna be the Austin Hooper of this year, where like he's gonna t- he's gonna steal a lot of of Julio's, you know, touchdowns where he doesn't get touchdowns. But the guy that you would think would get all the touchdowns, I think it's gonna be Fells taking all those as the the tight end. So I think he's a he's a guy to look after for a tight end if you need one. I just I hate the fucking chin of Bill O'Brien. I don't like the moves he's made, but. For fantasy outlook, I think it's going to benefit David Johnson to be over in the Texans. And I'm not touching a wide receiver like Cooks or Fuller until, I mean, fifth, sixth round. I don't know. Like, they're not something appealing to me, but the running back position is appealing to me in the Texans. I don't know. What would you feel about that? Yeah. I mean, all the receivers, I like Brandon Cooks the best. I think he's the most talented. He had since, like, 2014. He had 1,000 yards every season until last year when he missed a couple games. And he really he's only missed like a game or two a season since then. It just seems like he's got the injury-prone label. And, I mean, the concussions are adding up. I think that's where it really comes from. Because once you get one and then two and then three, and then you're just sitting out for so many games after that. But Oh, it's crazy. Yeah, I think it's tough to rely on one of these receivers because it doesn't look like they're going to get that many touchdowns without being like – I mean, unless you get those – deep passes or little crossing routes. It's not like they throw jump balls or anything to these guys in the end zone. We'll see. I mean, there's been some rumors that Kenny Stills could get traded on draft day. See if they get rid of him. It might, I think that would help Fuller and Cooks so that there's not as a crowded room there. Yeah. But, yeah, it's, yeah, it's hard to trust I mean, them. I could see, like, a that type of player, Kenny Stills type of uh, wide receiver, to go to, like, a Patriots type of, of team where it's, you know, they're looking – I mean, they're they're – kind of in that Passover stage. We're like, all right, well, we can get, bring in a veteran guy. I like, out of all those, I, you like Cooks. I like Fuller still because of his big play. I mean, I'm not drafting many high, but I, I like guys that can win you a week. And that guy, I mean, he's, for how healthy he is, so the three games he's healthy out of the year, those three games he goes off in, and the other ones, I'm stash you on the bench if I get you in the, you know, in the sixth or seventh round because – I mean, he's going high until the Cooks trade, and then now he's kind of falling back in these mock drafts. <sighs> I mean, I'm glad that the team that I don't confuse him with D-Hop anymore. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, finally, finally I got, like, all right, that's Will Fuller. Because, like, I was like, damn, hell yeah. Because I had D-Hop last year. 
And I'll fucking look up and it's, you know, again. Actually, you know what? I can't draft him. He has his fucking, he has his braids. He's died. got them frosted tips. Ooh, sorry. Sorry. Fro- sorry. Frosted tips. He's out. Gone. Rule number three. All right. Let's get off of those, the, the, the B.O.B. Bill Bryan's uh, cluster fuck they got there. Let's go to the shovel passing assassin and the Colts. Phillip Rivers just got traded to the Colts this year. What do you think about the Colts? I wrote down very minimum. I got a sneaky pick. I don't know if I want to say it, but what do you think about the Colts this year? I'm I'm conf- I'm I'm flustered by them. I, I like a couple of the guys. I don't like a couple. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, I think they got as a team wise. I think they got a shot to maybe win this division. I just yep. I mean the Texans have been kind of running it the last few years. I know when Luck was there, the Colts were competing, but man, Rivers is such an upgrade over Brissett. Brissett just didn't look like. He knew what he was doing out there, and they ran the ball so much last year. They were the sixth most run-heavy team, so we'll see if that changes with Rivers. I mean, he's been getting his practice in. He's got nine kids. He's got a full team over there. Quarantine's not affecting his skills at all. I'm expecting, but I'll, if I wasn't expecting, I would tell him, the motherfucker, learn how to pull out. But <laughs> my pull-out game sucks, too, so I understand. <laughs> That's your boy, Philly Rivers. Yeah, I like drafting him. I This year, I'm excited. That they have a quarterback because, again, we go over Will Fuller. Ty is the same motherfucking person, in, in my opinion. I mean, he might play a little bit more games, but he's gonna go down with a hamstring injury, you know, one of these times. And it's it's frustrating because he's he's very good. Yeah, I agree. And he's kind of a he's a steal most of these because people don't like draft him because he gets injured all the time. But like when he's on the field and when he's playing like hundred percent, like when he's healthy, he's fucking killer as a as a fantasy uh, player. But He's never fucking healthy, and I'm tired of that shit. I, 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 I'm not – rule – is this rule number four? Yeah, I think we got to start writing these down rule number, keep track. Rule number four, if you have a soft tissue injury or if you're injury prone, injury prone means three games or more in the season, I'm not drafting you. So the past year, if you you got three games or more, I'm not picking you up. That's Damn. That's my rule. Your draft board is shrinking by the week. Yeah, that was a little, maybe three, maybe four games. Four games, yeah. Maybe, maybe up that four up games. a little bit. Yeah. But, like, that's my thing, though. It's like, I'm not going to draft T.Y. fucking Hill because he gets injured all the fucking time. I'm not going to draft Will Fuller because he has frosted tips and he gets injured all the fucking time. I'm not going to draft Brandon Cooks because he gets fucking injured all the time and he's be drooling himself by fucking 45. Like, bro, I'm not drafting you because I know I feel bad for you. Go get some help. Like, Antonio Brown, get out of the league and go get some help because I'm not drafting you because you have bad issues. Like, you're going to get suspended. You're going to miss games. Like, fuck off. Like, be better person. Like, I, that's my issue with these guys. T.Y., I know he's not an Antonio Brown type of guy, but he, I, I, I shouldn't link in, like, behavioral issues with hamstring issues, but I am right now because I'm I'm a fucking nudge up. I have a, a bottle of wine in me already. I'm fucking I'm fierce right now. T.Y., if you could be healthy for a season, like, healthy means 13 games or more, I'm drafting you, and you're a fucking stud with Phillip Rivers. But I can't trust that, so you're you're off my board. Yeah, I mean, he's just not really finishing seasons right now. I think where he's ranked, he's wide receiver 25 right now. I think that's a lot better than the previous seasons. It seems like previous seasons he was ranked a little bit higher. And, I mean, obviously he had Andrew Luck throwing on the ball, so that helped a lot. But I think wide receiver 25 is kind of a good spot for him because he's not a touchdown guy. He's only getting five or six per season. He's just getting on, you know, like 1,300, 1,400 yards. Yeah. And I'm the chump. 
I mean, this is uh, Champ and the Chump Fantasy Dump. And I'm the Chump. I don't know if anybody knows that. I'm going to give you my sneaky, sneak, another sneaky pick of the year. I don't want to do this because he is there in all my drafts and I love him. And I think he's me fucking good this year. Can I say his name? Who is it? Paris Campbell. Ooh, I thought you were going a different route, but okay. Let's see what you guys say about Paris. Paris Campbell was a stud. Second round pick last year. Got injured right off the bat. Granted, that's rule number one. Shouldn't have done or rule number four. I shouldn't have done that. But this year, I I am believing him as my my late twelve to fourteen round stash, and he is gonna be um, trying to compare him to a guy. A Tyler Boyd type guy, where he's going to give you that 12 to 15 point range all season. I'm telling you, he's going to be good. He is going to be the 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 Keenan Allen of the the, the Chargers this next year. Really? You think he can stay healthy? Yeah, if he can stay healthy, they draft him so goddamn high, and he's fucking good. He fell like he was sneaky good. I was looking up his stats. He's fucking good, and I mean they got Pascal, who's he's all right. T.Y., and if T.Y. goes down, number one is Paris Campbell if he's healthy. If he's healthy, number one is Paris Campbell, in which T.Y.'s track record is showing that that motherfucker falls and he will, if he's, he'll slip on a, a he'll step on a Lego and, and be out six weeks. So that's my saying. Like, I, I know he, ha- I mean, he, I don't know if he has kids or not, but if he steps on a Lego and he's out six weeks, Paris Campbell stepping in there, Phillip Rivers likes to do what? Chuck the motherfucking rock. Even if he looks weird as shit doing it, that motherfucker's gonna be Paris Campbell as wide receiver one midseason of the Colts. That's why he's gonna be my stash of the year. Okay. I mean, I like his skill set. He's got a lot of speed. He was one of the fastest receivers last year, I think, in the draft. So he's got the skill set. He's just gotta get on the field and get them targets. I see I mean the team targets are gonna go up, you would think, with Rivers at QB instead of Brissett. But let's talk about this run game. I know was the first episode you really like Marlon Mack? You still feeling him? Yeah, I like Marlon Mack a lot. But I like I get like like everything else in my life, I get too excited. I'm not kid. I'm not quick. I, I got reserves. I got reserves. You know, <laughs> I, it's okay, babe. Like come back. No, you know who I like is Hines. Yeah, that's see, that's who I thought you were going with with the sleeper because I kind of like him as a little PPR sleeper. So like with Philip Rivers as the Colts uh, quarterback. Hines is that perfect Austin Eckler, bro. Mm-hmm. Same Hines type of body, can, same play style. Exactly. I like Hines. I'm not saying I like him more than Marlon Mack. I think Marlon Mack is, is a, a good running back too. Um, but Hines is that guy. He's that James White type of guy. He's that Austin. Like I said, Austin Eckler where Philip Rivers has played for one season, one season only, and it's a, with a pass-catching running back. And pass-catching running backs, he makes them – all stars. He makes them Pro Bowlers. I mean, Ladamian Thompson would not be Ladamian Thompson without being able to catch the rock. Rule number three, I think it was. Rule number two: running backs catch the rock. Nope. Hines can catch the rock, and Philip Rivers is the perfect quarterback for him to be below like this this season a blow up. Yeah, I like Hines as well. I mean, he had sixty three catches and forty four catches to start his career. I just see those numbers keep going up and up. I mean, Marlon Mack only had fourteen catches last year. He's not really getting the ball in the passing game at all. They kind of just use him first, second down, them short yardage situations. And Marlon Mack's not like, you know, he's not out there every game. He's been having to deal with his own set of injuries. So I do like Naheem Hines as a little sleeper or sneaky, if you want to call him. 
Stinky. Yeah, that was my. I was looking. I was looking at tapes. I was looking at stats and looking at like numbers. I was like, oh fuck, I really went on Mac hard as fuck. Like second round, like you pick him up. And then I was like, you know what? With the Philip Rivers uh, addition, Hines is looking more juicy than Mac. Not saying like in pure like volume wise, but I mean if if Max there, I'm picking him up still. I'm not picking him up over like. Sanders or like a, a Singletary, I'd take Singletary over him. But I mean, if he follows me, I'll definitely pick up Mac. But I'm definitely picking up Hines in the back end too. Yeah, I would agree. I think I I like Mac, but I don't love Mac. I think is how I would put it. Yep. He's a nice solid bet. I mean, it's your RB two or if he's your flex play, that's solid there. But he's just not going to be that top twelve running back that you want. All right, those are the only two I really like talking about with the running back. I looked at their roster. I mean, it is what it is. Tight end position. Uh, you know the with uh, Andrew Luck there, Doyle looked like a like a juicy pick to pick up every year in fantasy. And then last year, I mean, he got injured, but Ebron kind of laid an egg. He didn't want to be there as well. Doyle seems like the only guy they have right now on the roster. Like I looked at their their tight end position. Do you like? I mean, is he is he going to be the Antonio Gates, the Hunter Henrys of the like from the Chargers? Like I don't know. Like, do you like Doyle this next year? I don't really like Doyle. I actually wrote more about Mo Ali Cox, their second string tight end, than I did about Doyle. Oh, you like his look. You like Cox? Oh man. <laughs> pause, Mo Ali Cox is who I like. Sorry. Uh yeah, I mean the dude's six five, two hundred and seventy pounds, so he's definitely a red zone threat. And if they're getting there's no more Ebron, he went off to Pittsburgh. So there's definitely some targets to go around in the red zone. Doyle's had his injury troubles. I'm also not entirely convinced that Moelle Cox is not Kelvin Benjamin, just in a different name and different jersey. They do look similar. Thanksgiving gets the best of definitely Kelvin, so that could be it. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not. I'm not really too sold on Jack Doyle. I don't think he's got too much of a too much upside here. The tight end, they don't. I don't give a shit. Like if you need a tight end, maybe Doyle, maybe Cox, um, as like your second string. I mean, I'm not definitely drafting them at all. But what about Philip? You like him as your? Uh, a QV to play? Uh, I think he could be like a plug-and-play, maybe if you're running a two-quarterback league or if you're uh, maybe Phillip Rivers and like a Jared Goff on your team and you're just playing the matchups. I think that's when you can use him. I like that. But I, I, like that. I just I don't know if I want to rely on him every week to be my starter. Because, I mean, you don't go – they were, let's say, early sixth most run-heavy team in the league last year. I feel like that's just what they kind of want to do. That's the way their offense is built with that big old line. So they're still going to be running the ball a lot. So I wouldn't really count on Rivers doing too much for your fantasy team, but I definitely can see him definitely a streamer or with a two QB system working. Yeah. I mean, he's there if you want him in, like, the last round. I mean, nobody's touching him. Um, I'm with you. I don't – I used to pick him all the time because there's only a – he can win you weeks. This past year showed me different where he's I, – I was more like, oh, this guy's – on the obviously losing it like he turns the ball he was almost he was Jameis Winston without the touchdowns and I was like what the fuck dude like be better and I don't I mean he's gonna be better for the Colts but again I'm going back to Cam Newton you have Philip Rivers Cam Newton you pick uh Philip Rivers I, I don't understand that granted you're only paying him one year for tw- but it's like it's so weird to me these these teams are dropping on Cam Newton and I'm like you're gonna pick Philip Rivers who had a, a a horrible year last year in my opinion where did he get benched or did he didn't he get benched philip rivers yeah or did he play throughout the whole year i believe he played throughout the, he might have yeah i think he played i don't oh, think I, I, played I mean once i 
once I dropped his bitch ass, I was I didn't I don't give a shit about him. And that that was that was my opinion on him. Um, I like him this year. I think he's gonna. What I like about the the Colts team is now the wide receivers are pumped up. So the Ty's that was like, oh fuck, they got Brissett or whoever the bump fuck was throwing the ball. That means obviously I I draft on quarterbacks throwing the ball. I think with Philip Rivers there, Ty bumps up if he stays healthy. Like my boy Paris Campbell bumps up. I think Hines bumps up the most. Like what we said before. So everybody gets a little increase on the fantasy roster. Um, I don't think it's going to correlate to wins, though, which is fine. I don't give a shit about wins. I care about fantasy. I would agree. I think Rivers I, – uh, I don't know if I'd say I agree then because I was going to say I think Rivers helps the team overall more than he does. Oh, oh, without a doubt. But, I mean, are they going to – could they win this league? I mean, win this division? Possibly. I think they'll be right up there with the Titans and Texans. Oh, their division's garbage, and like I would say, they're they're fantasy juggernauts. A lot of these guys are, but the teams are garbage. Um, I think it's yeah, I think it's a it's a it's a crapshoot. Whoever's gonna win this division, which is fine. I think Colts are right in there with Philip Rivers. I agree. All right, we went. We're going even deep south. We're going even deeper. We did Indianapolis Colts, which I don't know why they're in the south. It seems like a Midwest team, but uh, we're going with Jacksonville. This team is was on the brink of almost going to the Super Bowl, and I would say be a Super Bowl winning team if they had a comp, uh, had a quarterback this team we're talking about because their defense was that good. They are scrapping right now. They have a scrappy quarterback. They have a, a wide receiver core that all look the same. Um, they have a, a running back that's it's questionable, and then. What do you think? This team is, they are a fall from grace in my opinion, but they do have like a scrappy, with with Gardner as their quarterback, I I think they're scrap. I I like the, the, I like them. I don't know. It's weird. (laughs) We definitely feel different about this team. I don't like much about them at all. I mean, Minshew was okay last year, 21 to 6 TD ratio. Hey, hold up, hold up. I was mustache rides. That was my team name, folks. Mm -hmm. For one reason, one reason is Gardner Minshew. The only reason I like them is they're they got gusto. They got some uh, what is it called? Uh, je ne sais quoi about them. I'm speaking French right now, boy. Come on. I just don't feel. I don't know why. I think Doug Marone is the coach. I don't understand why he's still the coach there. It seems like he's just falling out of favor. But for some reason, their owner still likes him. And yeah, Minshew Mania is in full effect out there. Replace their OC with Jay Gruden. I don't really think that's an upgrade or a downgrade. Kind of just the same. I mean, they trade away Clay's Campbell, Nick Foles, AJ Bouye, and then they franchise tag Ngakwe. So I don't really know what this team's doing right now. Like, are they rebuilding? Are they not rebuilding? I feel like they're just caught in limbo right now. To be honest with you, this team in fantasy, I don't like any of them. Yeah, there's any of them. D- no. DJ Chark, DJ Chark was Gardner Minshew's like favorite target. But then you have D.D. Westbrook, you have uh, Keelan Cole, you have Chris Conley from Kansas City, you have Marquise Lee, who is the highest rated, uh, the draft pick in, in this wide receiver core. They all play the same, they all seem the same, and Minshew can't throw the rock like that. And it's like, if you're going to bank on, the, I like the core, but with the quarterback, I, I hate this team in fantasy. I like ruin for him because they're fun, like with Minshew there, he's, he's fun to root for. But the team in the fantasy wise, they're hot fucking stick of shit, in my opinion. Yeah, I think the only one kind of we're talking about is Leonard Fournette. You know, RB eleven right now. He had a 
Big, what big season? Can I ask you what do you think about him? Like, I I I've had him in a couple of mocks where it was him versus. Um, God, let me share. I think. Okay, okay. This was like one of my mocks. This is the decision I had. It was, uh, it was a running back wide receiver. Um, which is fine, but it was, uh, Fournette or, let's say Kenny Galladay, and I'm like, I'm thinking Kenny Galladay over Fournette. But the sheer volume that Leo Fournette has is crazy. But he's like a a one better. He's like a step above Trent Richardson in my opinion. Not like out of the league, but like he averages his average is low. He I mean he's catching the rock a little bit. He gets a little injured sometimes, but he will go for twenty rushes for eighty yards and maybe not a t- maybe a touchdown, maybe not. And I'm like. How do you get 25 rush, 20 rushes to 25 rushes and you don't like nobody gets that anymore? And he's like his average is always like three yards, you know, sometimes three point, you know, three yards, three point two, three point four. It's like, I don't know, man. Like, I can't, I can't trust that shit. Yeah. I mean, he had a big year last year. He only had three total touchdowns, which is crazy to me. I mean, dude's a big guy. He's got to get the ball down and close. But the 76 catches is what I really liked about him. I mean, you can get a guy that's playing all three downs on a, Offense isn't terrible, but obviously it's not great. Still to see what Gardner's got to do at quarterback. They could somehow still draft a quarterback. I don't know what they're going to do with their picks. Yeah, if they fall in love with a six-round quarterback, I know it's – and he's not Tom Brady. I'm sorry. Like, he's not – I don't – I can't see them not drafting one, but maybe they don't. Right. I mean, they I mean they have a lot of picks. I mean, there's some rumors about, like, grabbing Matt Stafford and giving us the DN or whatever because he's not happy with the franchise tag. Which I don't think it's gonna happen, but the guy, like you said before, the guy I do like. I mean, he is sneaky because he's dropping his Leonard Fournette. Um, another guy I like is is Tyler Eifert coming over Cincinnati for a tight end, but they also drafted Josh Oliver, who was third round tight end last year. Their tight end position might be good with a questionable quarterback, in my opinion. I think you look better at looking at their tight ends rather than wide receivers. Yeah, I can't get behind that Tyler Eifert at all. The dude hasn't played. In- at all since he had that one big season in Cincinnati with Jay Gruden there. So I see the connection with Jay Gruden, but my man cannot stay on the field. And I just don't see him staying on the field this year. I mean, I could say Bro, over was- under, I'd put at maybe five games. Dude, I looked at the stats seven years. He's been an IR for five of them. Yeah. He's just, I mean, you can't get healthy. You can't stay healthy. That's wild to me. Set like he was on IR for, so, <laughs> I mean, like, I feel bad for him. It's like, that's crazy. And he's getting fucking contracts. I'm like, good for you, dude. Yeah, I don't th- If Jay Gruden's not the OC there, I don't think they sign him. I don't think anybody wanted to touch him just because that injury history. It's like you're paying a dude to sit on your bench. Uh, I'm with you. Yeah, the team. I mean, DJ Chark had some crazy numbers. Like, he did really well. But they got, like, all these guys back. And I, I don't know what they're going to do with them. They got the Conleys. They got the Cole. They got, you know, the Westbrook. um, The Marquise Lee. Yeah, Chuck had a he had a good start to the season. He put up seventy three catches, thousand yards, and eight touchdowns. But towards the end of the year, he just kind of fell off a little bit. I don't know if it's because the defenses started paying more attention to him as the number one receiver, or if that when Foles came back and then going back between him and Gardner, he was kind of messing with the chemistry. So no, it's tough. Water always finds its level, bro. If, you, if water always finds its level, that's my opinion on them. Like they'll have like those are the guys you get for you stash them on your bench because the fact is, and you gain it's a crapshoot when they're gonna go off. They might go off for two games. Like it's the Deshaun Jacksons, you know, the late Deshaun Jackson, not not the not the early Deshaun Jackson, where it's like, all right, well, 
he might catch a long, you know, 80-yard bomb this this week and win me the week, but most of the time he's not. So it's like, all right, well, you're just going to be on my bench, bro. Right. Yeah, there's not there's not much to go on on Jaguars and fantasy guys right now. Yeah, they fucking suck. They suck. All right, let's get out of them. Let's go to Tennessee. You're the only Tennessee. Hey. This, this team is – I don't like this team at all. I am anti-Titans. The only guy I like, obviously, is their bell cow. I love bell cow running backs. But if they franchise tag him, he's going to be running pissed off, and he's going to be running to get the fuck out of Tennessee now. You don't be franchising your best player. That bothers me sometimes. Pay the man. He he literally brought you to almost to the promised land last year, and you fuck him with a fucking franchise tag. That pisses me off. And you pay Ryan Tannehill. You pay a guy that's a questionable-ass quarterback as it is. Yeah, that, I mean, that's how the league is. They want to pay quarterbacks. They want to pay running backs because the lifespan or their playing career is not as long. They only got maybe three to five good seasons in them. But, I mean, he's coming off 303 carries last year in the regular season plus another 83 in the playoffs. So, I mean, he did put up huge numbers, 1,500 yards, 16 touchdowns. But those only 18 catches is what I don't like about it. Do you think they draft a running back now because Deion Lewis isn't there? That like a, like a pass catching running back, or do they think they get, do you trust him as like a pass catching running? I back? I still think they gotta. I don't know who their backup even is right now, but I feel like they gotta add somebody to catch passes because Henry can catch, but he's not that. He's not a receiver out of the backfield. He just kind of catches those those big plays that he had on the passing game were like screen passes where he's just standing there and the ball just comes right to him. He's not like running a route per se. He's just standing no. there waiting for the ball. I mean, there's a lot of clusterfuck running back situations like the Denver Broncos, the San Francisco's where I think Tennessee might look into trading for a, a pass catching running back as that Deion Lewis. Cause like you said before, their team is, is solely running based and with a question of a quarterback you have, that you just paid who to can't, I mean, he is not going to win you the, the, the game. So with whoever's coming out the backfield, he's either going to catch it or he's going to run it. And you already got your running runner. You're going to have to get a catcher. So, Look to get, like, maybe a San Fran guy or even a Denver guy. I don't know. Like, there's a lot of guys' options. I don't I don't see them. They might go in the draft. But with Derrick Henry there, if if they say no and they have, there's nobody in the draft they get or they don't get any making moves, Henry bumps up even more because that means they're going to throw to him at least 5 to 20. You know, I don't know, like, the, the amount, but he's going to get more significant more chances at catching the rock. Yeah, I mean, if they don't get one, I can see him drafting one. In the later rounds, maybe round like four or five, six in the draft, just getting somebody that can catch out of the backfield that has been doing that in college and knows how to do it, so they don't have to worry about all that. But yeah, Derek Henry, man, he's what's he ranked right now? RB six in half PPR. That's I feel like it's I don't know for me personally, I feel like it's a little high. A little dude. I don't know. The dude is most. I mean, he had that back half this past year, but he's so inconsistent. I've never liked him for his inconsistency, and it's – I like constant players, man. Like, that's so hard to, like, put all your eggs in one basket. That's your RB1. That's your first player you're going to pick up in most leagues, and he's good for six games out of the year. I'm like, I don't like that, especially when you have, like, a Zeke right – you know, Zeke avail – you know, if Zeke's there or anything else right there or Michael Thomas is there, I'm I'm going consistent-wise. Yeah, definitely with your first pick. You want somebody that's going to be out there – that's not game script dependent. Like if Tennessee's down two, three touchdowns going in the fourth quarter, you don't think Henry's going to get a lot of carries because they're going to have to be throwing. And that's not what you want. Your, your quote unquote best player on your fantasy team that you're picking first round. Yep. 
I agree. That's why it's kind of like, ugh, I don't know. That's why this team's questionable to me. Like, and, like, the whole point, like, who's throwing the rock, you know, is Tannehill. And granted, A.J. Brown went off this year, this past year as a rookie. That's it? I don't know who, I mean, I don't like their wide receivers at all. Corey Davis, I think, is a bust. He was a top, what, five or eight pick or something like that. And then Humphreys, they paid some money, too, and he's questionable as fuck. Um, this whole offense is sketchy to me. The only person I like is Henry, and he's sketchy to me. So it's weird to me. Like, I don't like – I get – I'm away from Tennessee. I don't know about you. And people are like, I'm falling in that range for my second pick or third pick. Or my second pick in the draft, like a second-round pick is A.J. Brown. Is a, I don't like that at all. I'm not going to do it. No, I don't think Brown's established himself yet to be that high of a pick. I mean, he did – Came out of nowhere and got a thousand yards, but only fifty-two catches. So it just seemed it was just big play after big play. It's hard to rely on a big play to keep happening. And Tannehill himself, I mean, he was he was third in the NFL with seventy percent completion percentage. Yeah. So that's that's going to be hard to repeat. He was just super efficient last year. Twenty-six touchdowns in only twelve games. I just that's going to be hard to repeat. I just don't see it happening. So I I do think it's a good team. I mean, they got a solid defense. They got a solid offensive line. Could run the ball. That's what you want. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, that Taylor, Taylor Wong, who's a badass, and then the whole like line's pretty badass. But Henry's there. They're gonna get to probably get a pass catching running back sometime soon. Um, I'm not touching anybody else. Henry, if he's there, I mean, I'm I can't touch any of them. They're they're question all questionable, and I'll and my dumbass always picks the wrong guy, so I'm not touching any of them. Yeah, I think I think end of the first round is where you kind of start to take a look at Henry. But myself, I would just rather have somebody that might be out there all three downs and that's not game script dependent rather than have Henry relying on him just to have a big game and a lot of touchdowns. And I like their coach. I mean, he's obviously Vrabel is a badass and he's a defensive guy. So he, I mean, what is like defensive heavy guys like Mike Zimmer, they run the fucking rock. But there has to be better. I mean, like Henry, I don't know. I can't see him doing what he did last year in the, the second half of last year again throughout the entire year. His consistency's always been up and down, so I think he's going to stay true to what he usually is, and he's that means what? That means he's not a first-round pick, in my opinion. Yeah, I would agree. I, I don't think he's – he's ranked too high right now. I think it might come down once people start talking a little more about not catching the ball, and it will depend on who they add to the running back room. Yeah, maybe. So I think we'll definitely see guys. his price go down a little bit. What is that? Rule two. Rule two, baby. Rule two. All right. We're getting out of the AFC. Who do you think? I got – all right. You, so you say – I got Texans still winning the AFC. Oof. Yeah. I feel like if I had to choose one, I would I would go back to Tennessee, man. I don't – that's just the way they play football. And, yeah. man, the fact that they beat the Ravens and the Patriots in the playoffs last year is yeah. just wild to that's me. That's impressive. Their, their, their defense is good. They're, they're good. I should. I'm gonna retract it, but I'm not. I'm gonna stay to it. I think Texans are gonna slip out. I don't like Bill O'Brien, but they're gonna do something. All right, we're over the AFC. We're gonna go to NFC South. This is the most stacked division in the NFL, hands down. So juicy. much juice. Juicy. Oh my god. I love it. This is. I'm gonna go. We're gonna start with my favorite team in the in the South, and that's ATL aliens, man. ATL. This team. With the with the the recent they they dropped Devontae Freeman they picked up TG Todd Gurley, um they kept That's my boy they kept everybody else they traded Hooper away and got Hayden Hurst who was a first round pick what four three years ago two years ago, and I think 
they might be the best team in this division. I'm, I'm saying right now. The most weapons, I think. Whew, I don't know. All right. We're, let's let's start with with what their their additions. The Tad Girl, your your love boy. What do you think of TG and ATL? Man, I love me some Tad Girl. You know this. Signed a one year prove it deal. I really like that. I, I love like it. He's gonna come out ready to eat. I mean, man, this guy. I don't care about his knee problems. In my opinion, I haven't really seen. I mean, I feel like it's a lot more talk than it is showing on the field. He did a little bit last year. Didn't look like he was going side to side as much. But the dude is just a monster, and he's got some speed. You just got to get him in the open field and let him run. He's only missed a few games over the last few years, and he's just a touchdown machine, dude. 14, 21, 19 total touchdowns over the last three years. So he's he's following me. He's following to me. He's running back rated 15. He's following me into the late seconds, early thirds. I love that pickup in the early thirds, in my opinion. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, if he lasts that long, I think as off season goes on and if there's not any more negative things said about it, I mean, people are always going to talk about his knees and arthritis and all that. But if there's nothing showing up on injury report and he's not missing time, there's no reason to believe why his ranking won't go up no. and get back into like the second round, early second round. And with that offense, dude, he's going to have so many opportunities to, to get – his signature, what, 12 to 15 touchdowns at, like, a seat. Like, he get, he is touchdown TG, man. Like, he gets tutties. And that's why I love this guy because that's rule number one. You got to get some touchdowns on my team. I love me some Todd Gurley. I can't say it enough, man. I just – I got a big old smile on my face. And I just <laughs> love talking about Todd Gurley, dude. Dude. I just love it. It's a good got, fit. I it's a good fit. I drafted him as a rookie in one of my big keep leagues. And I've held on to him the whole time, man. I'm just riding through. He's just two championships with him. I love him. He's my guy. You stack those championships. Oh, fuck you. Okay. We go to your your other love boy, Julio hey. No T D Jones. We go from a guy that scores TGs for a live or TDs for a living to a guy that does starvation. He looks like he is starving for TDs and they don't give him the damn ball enough, man. Give it they give him what 12 receptions 215 yards receiving and no touchdowns that doesn't make any goddamn sense to me man it's wild dude but listen to this so he's the only running back or wide receiver to finish in the top six in the last five years to him and him by himself wow so i mean that's without scoring all these touchdowns dude just puts up yards averaging 96 yards per game in his career over nine seasons that's impressive. That's just wild to me. It's like, I mean, you're getting, if you're PPR, you're getting those points for receptions, but even standard, you're getting 9.6 points right there per game. Yeah. That's that's it. that's an avatar right there for you. Yeah, he's wild, dude. He just, I mean, it seems like 1,300, 1,400-plus yards every season. He's not missing that many games. He's only missed four games in the last four or five years, I want to say. That's my thing. He plays injured as fuck all the time. He doesn't even, like, he won't practice, which is fine. Like, veterans shouldn't practice throughout the week anyways. They should be, you know, rehabbing anyways. And he's like, I'll be there for, I'll be there Sunday. You know that. There's always that cue on him, you know, red cue on him until, you know, game day. And game day, it's like, all right, he's playing, duh. What you think? Just big fella running down the field. I mean, I think it's a toss-up for myself between him and Kelvin Johnson as my just favorite receiver to watch. I think Kelvin just because of Lions fans, but, man, Julio's just – he's so big, so fast. He's great. I love watching Julio. I talk shit about him, but he's the big 
him and Kelvin are the two biggest freaks of nature on the football field since, I mean, obviously since Randy Moss, but like the way they play, it's, it's unmatched. They, I mean, they're not, no, I mean, any shutdown corner, go ahead. Like they're not going to shut them down. It's, it's every week, every, every game they're on there, every season, doesn't matter how old they get, there always has a target for him. He's Larry Fitzgerald, but in a way that's, I don't. I can't see him dying off like that until and he he's gonna retire probably and be like not the Larry Fitzgerald like, keep holding on. But I give him, I was give him probably another four years of him being a, a a considerate wide receiver one two. I'd say he's got a few years left. I mean they definitely got a a guy in the backup to him. I guess you could say in Calvin Ridley. I love him too, man. He's he's watches a great route runner, especially that's, in the red zone. That's my issue with him, dude. I like him a lot. He I like him as a sneaky. I, I, like sneaky wide receiver one this this year because a lot of times when he touches the Julio one of these times, but what pisses me off about him is he gets all these touchdowns. Like what what is it if if Julio gets all this like he gets the most touchdowns per per that team as a wide receiving core hands down and he he doesn't have a close amount of receptions in the yard as, as Julio does. So is that gonna is that just like a Fugazi stat like the the TDs of him or is he gonna be he's their touchdown getter and if that's the case I'm drafting him really high. Yeah, I don't. I can't tell you the answer to that, dude. I don't understand how he's getting. I mean, I can't. I guess I can understand because his route running is just crazy good. Like if you put him one on one in the red zone, he's gonna beat that dude and he's gonna be open for a touchdown. Yeah. And then Julio, you know, all the attention's going to him. You're gonna bring that safety over the top. You're gonna, you know, float that linebacker back a little bit. There's definitely more attention going to Julio, and I think that's why Ridley might be getting a little more looks in the red zone, just because Matt Ryan wants the easier pass. Yeah, I like him. He's wide receiver 18 right now. I think that's that's just a little high for me. Yeah, it's high. Because if, if you're going running back, running back, you might have to come in the third, and you might have to grab Ridley as your wide receiver one. That's tough. I just don't I don't know if he's ready for that role yet, given that Julio's still there. That's what, like my situation. I'm seeing him a lot in, like, in my running back every draft. So I'm like, oh, man, that means he's my wide receiver one. Like, that's – I can't do that. Like that's that my opinion as well. Is like you got a guy a freak show like Julio as obviously wide receiver one on the team, and you got Kelvin Ridley as your wide receiver one in your roster. I'm like I can't, you can't fucking do. There's no way. There, it's there. It's impossible to say he's your wide receiver one. Yeah, if you get him wide receiver two, I think that's a great spot for him. Yeah, or even somehow get him down your flex if you're going just three wide receivers. You going zero RB, but yeah, was your wide receiver one? I don't think he's ready for that yet. If some random crazy thing happens where your boy Julio Avatar gets hurt, then Ridley obviously way up there, but there's no way Julio gets hurt like that. He's just, he's too big of a beast. Yeah, I mean, he's, he gets hurt and he still plays. It's like the, I mean, it's the, what's his name? Saquon Barkley effect. Like, he doesn't give a shit. He doesn't feel pain. And then we got Matt Ryan and he's got all these weapons. It's just like every year he's just putting up you know, 4,000-plus yards, almost 30 touchdowns. He's a little streaky, too. I mean, I feel like sometimes he could throw for 303 touchdowns, but the next week he can come out and throw for 200 and no touchdowns. Streaky as fuck. I like him this year, though. I like him a lot. I do, too. I think he's he's right on that, like, second, maybe maybe a second, but third-tier quarterbacks once you get out of the, that Watson, that Dak Prescott, Kyler Murray range. Yeah. You're in the, that Tom Brady, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, Matt Ryan range. I think he's he's great. Yeah, he's rated uh, quarterback ten right now. I think uh, who's ahead of him is like uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers and like like you said. I think below them is Matthew Stafford and like Goff. I'm I'm taking if 
if got if obviously if Stafford and Ryan are there, I'm taking along. I'm taking definitely taking Ryan over Stafford as of right now because just the sheer weapons and you got a pass catching running back now. Like um, with Devontae Freeman, he did, but he got injured a lot. Gurley with his knee issues is there, but he oh I feel like he plays a lot more than people say. like he's always like ready and available in my opinion. Like with the degenerate knee issue, he's they quoted that's fine like. He might not get as much work, but he's always playing. Start of season last year, it seemed they just weren't giving him the ball, and then kind of towards the middle, towards the end of the season, they started giving the ball a lot more, and he was producing the same. Yeah, so it was I mean, weird. It was his side-to-side side might not be as good, but he's still massive running back, and you can get north and south. And reports come out like, yeah, we're still going to use a running back by committee, but like once they see – he's like, I'm ready to go. Like Once they see how his skills go and if he's healthy – He's definitely going to creep in as that, obviously, that running back one. There's no – the guys that they have on that roster, the Edo Smiths of the world, the um, – whatever the other guy's name is. Brian Hill. Yeah, Brian Hill. They're going to look – it's not like Tevin Coleman's behind it. You know what I mean? It's not like a guy like that where, like, damn, that guy's really oh, good. Oh, yeah. You know, he's cute. Or he's RB1 on that team. Yeah. There's no doubt about exactly. it. Exactly. There's nobody – they didn't – yeah, they didn't draft. Like, last year, I mean, you had all that talk, Daryl Henderson coming into the Rams. So, that was eating into the – the girly knee talk as well. Exactly. But there's no one like Henderson behind him in Atlanta here. I think Gurley's going to eat again. I think Julio's going to eat. Ridley's going to eat. Can we talk about my Hayden sleeper? Hayden Hurst. Thank your you. Your boy Hayden. Let's go. He's my sleeper. With that long flow. Bro, people are I, people are drafting him pretty high, too. I'm like, fuck, dude. People are, are seeing my – they might be listening in. What's uh, Where's he ranked in the tight ends right now? He, Is he up there? He, I think he's – let me check real quick. I'm, I have my ring. Oof. I see him on this list right here. I got him down at 28. Maybe that's that can't be right. It could be right. That can't be right. That's definitely probably right. I mean, he hasn't he hasn't really showed much. So I think that might be why his rankings a little low because he wasn't really getting that much tick out in Baltimore. They had those. They had Andrews and they had was it Nick Boyle or something? Their other tight end. So he wasn't getting much tick. But I could see him playing that Hooper role. Didn't did they give what they give away a, a fourth round pick? I think they gave a, maybe a fourth. Was it higher than that for Hurst? Yeah. Was it a second? Uh, fourth round pick. Okay, it's fourth. Yeah, I think he. I mean, with with Hooper gone, it's 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 his show. Or no, second, second. It I'm was sorry. a second. So they got they got Hurst and a fourth, and they gave away a, a two and a. Ah, five. that's so. See, that's either showing that ten uh, that uh, ATL thinks he's really fucking good, and like, which he's a first round draft pick. So it's like you think. Yeah, he was twenty five pick. Twenty five pick. So. Holy fuck! They do have him at twenty eight. Oh, I don't. I got my boy Dawson Knox in front of him. Ah, uh, <laughs> Dawson. Yeah, I I like it. Then if that's if that's the case, he's dropping and I'm picking him up. I like him a lot this next year. Hooper took a lot of touchdowns away from Julio, which um, might be with Hooper gone. But I think they drafted for a tight end, or they they uh, traded for a tight end for a reason. They like they like those tight ends in the red zone situation, and with a guy that's a first round draft pick, and they traded for a second round. They think this guy's it. They're gonna feed him a little bit more. Watch out for Hayden Hurst to really be the, like you said last week, the Waller of this this year with touchdowns though. I can see it. All right, dude, this that team is so juicy. We can talk for hours about that team, but let's get to my first pick of the draft. Are you calling it already? The blonde hair is official. No frosted tips. You got Carolina. I actually call them the Carolina McCaffreys. That's what I'm going to call them now. Might as well. C-Max, baby. I hate this team. 
I think the team is garbage, which makes me feel so happy for C-Mac because he's going to get the ball so many times again this year. And he just got paid. And he just got paid. So he's like, I'm going to earn this, baby. So this is my issue about the Carolina Panthers. Matt Rule from Baylor was as a hell of a college coach. He's bringing in all his guys. He brought in Robbie Anderson. They brought in Teddy. This is my case for Teddy Bridgewater and Cam Newton. They 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 fucked over Cam Newton. They brought in Teddy Bridgewater. His best year was 2015. How many touchdowns did he have throw that year? Uh, I'll say 15. 14. Ooh, okay. His best wide receiver that year? How many yards? Uh, 600. Oh, fuck, you must have done your work. 700 yards and Stefan Diggs. Oh, these are just shooting from the hip, baby. AP was his was his running back. AP was 2015, so he's over 30, maybe 29, 30 years old. Had 1,500 yards rushing. Teddy Bridgewater needs a running back, and he has his running back, and they're going to feed him the fucking rock as many times as they can. Teddy Bridgewater is just a Passover guy. For two years, three years max, they're gonna draft a quarterback this year, and hopefully he's their franchise quarterback in the next couple years. That, with that being said, that means C Mac is the juiciest pick in 2020 again. Because otherwise, I mean, you you have a uh, if you go Saquon, that's fine, but you you brought in Daniel Jones to be your franchise quarterback. You're gonna have to put the ball in his hand most of the time. They don't. I mean, Saquon got drafted high, but he's not gonna be there for 10 years plus. So the guy that they're gonna they just pay the money to is gonna be their, their bell cow guy for the next five years, three three to four years. They paid him four years, and then they're gonna get another guy. Like running backs aren't that aren't that special. They NFL show running backs die in you know seven years, six seven years. So pay the fucking man what he's earned because he's 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 a freaking nature, but he's not gonna be your franchise guy. So Teddy Bridgewater is gonna be the Passover. C Max gonna be the guy for three to four years, and then he's done. So that's fine by me because I'm gonna draft him right now. And he's going to be their best player for the next three years. There's no reason why CMC McCaffrey should be the RB1, number one pick in every league. I mean, 1,000 yards rushing, 1,000 yards receiving, 116 catches. That was second in the NFL as a running back. He's second in the NFL in catches. That's what just, that was wild to me when I saw that one. I didn't realize it was that high. He's a freak. He's just a cheat, he's a cheat code, 19 touchdowns. I mean, you could just read his stat lines all day. And just It's unbelievable what he did last year. He's putting up 30, 40 fantasy points a week. Like, you go against him, you just, you know, all right, here's 30, 35 points coming from him. Just don't give me that 40 spot on me, and I might be able to beat him. If you want to say he's the Delvon Cook, or the Delvin Cook, Delvon, Delvon Rowe, the Delvin Cook plus the Wes Welker. He's both. He's the best slot wide receiver, and he's the best running back in the league. And the fact is, they have both on one team. They paid him. Now he's earned it. Four years. He's gonna be the best team, the best player they have for those next four years. Other than that, their team is garbage. You can't trust. That's why I'm picking him up because the DJ Moore's, the Robbie Anderson's, the Curtis Samuels, they're not gonna fucking win you any games. C Mac all day is gonna win you games, and Teddy Bridgewater's not gonna win you games. So they're gonna give it to the best player. That's what they did in Minnesota with him. He was uh, the best game manager. They. I mean, he got injured. I, I love his story, but he's like what they did. To Cam, they brought Cam out of there for the distraction because that guy was not gonna. He wasn't going to be. They didn't want him to be the guy, so they brought in C Max. C Max now the guy. Teddy Bridgewater is not the guy. He's a stepping stone for the quarterback they're gonna draft. And my thing is this: that's fine by me. Uh, Eagleish C Max gonna get all the money and get all the touches and get all the touchdowns and give me my motherfucking finally my championship. Let's go! Come on! 
Oh, man. I hope he works out for you. There's no reason he shouldn't. I would say that I kind of like DJ more. I might be a little biased because he was on my team last year and he kind of helped me get to the, through the playoffs and to that championship. But Who was throwing the rock last year, though? It wasn't Teddy Bridgewater. What, you're, so you're telling me that Kyle Allen or Will Greer is better than Teddy Bridgewater and DJ Moore still put up those numbers? Is, is DJ Moore Michael Thomas, though? Obviously, he's not Michael Thomas. I, don't, I wouldn't compare those in the same sentence at all. But I'm saying that Teddy Bridgewater is a better quarterback than Kyle Allen or Will Greer was for DJ Moore last year. And DJ Moore was still putting up numbers. And Teddy's just a little check down guy. I mean, you give DJ Moore those little screens or those crossing routes, I think you can take him to the crib. He showed that last year. Yeah, I'm just salty. I picked up Curtis Samuel thinking he was going to be the guy guy last year. Yeah, he, he got real hyped last offseason. I remember that. He was supposed to – I mean, he's great route runner. He's a deep threat. He had a lot of deep targets last year. They were just – they were all off target. He got drafted by the wrong team. All right, so they got DJ Moore as the 11th as 11th wide receiver over Sutton just below Odell Beckham. You like him like that? I I, I don't like him up there. No, no, no. I don't like him that high. I think he's a solid player. I, I would put him more where the like Calvin Ridley's at. I put him above Ridley just because he's the wide receiver one on this team. But I think he's more in that range. I can give you that. I can give you that because I'm seeing him in that 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 twenty to sixteen range is just the same. But being in that that ten to fifteen range, that's way too fucking high for Carolina Panthers offense by Teddy Bridgewater. Maybe Matt Rule is the guy. Maybe he knows what he's fucking talking about. But I can't see it. I can't. I can't see him being that high. I do agree that he's ranked a little too high right now, especially when they brought in Robbie Anderson. I mean, that's DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel, Robbie Anderson, all three of them. Gonna be on the field with Christian McCaffrey. That's a lot of targets. Yeah, and Ro- Robbie Anderson ain't shit. Like that's my that's my thing. It's like Robbie Anderson brought in because Matt Rule play, uh, was his coach at, at Temple, but like he's six one, six two, burner, fast as fuck. He's one hundred and forty pounds. Like get a couple cheeseburgers in you, bro. Like eat up. I know you're fast, but like you're not gonna last in the NFL being that. Like there's no possible way. Oh, that dude is. He might be the skinniest guy in the league. Oh, without yeah. Oh, he's like Manu Bowl at 6'2". Yeah, he's just a straight pole, dude. Yeah. All right, let's get out of the Carolina McCaffreys. We'll talk about another stack. This this other team is ridiculously stacked as well and the New Orleans Saints. What is your take? I mean, they got Drew Brees just signed a multi, you know, tens of millions of dollars. Uh, it was an NBC or uh, it wasn't ESPN. I think it was an NBC contract when he retires. Mm-hmm. And... He has one of the best teams in the roster wise in the NFL. Like this, this team is stacked. They've been ready to win for five years. Their drafting is insane. Are they gonna get over the hump and, and get Drew Brees another ring? Definitely pick them to win this division. I think they've had some little bad luck in the playoffs. They had that one no pass interference call against the Rams. They had that Diggs hail mary, and then last year they didn't even get a chance in overtime because Vikings just marched right down and scored. Horrible rule. I'd like to see Breeze get another one, dude. I'm like him as a quarterback. He's fun to watch. I mean, he's just a, he's just a great guy in overall. So, I'd like to see him win one. He he's dropping in my drafts. Yeah, I was looking at his ranks. I thought he would be ranked a little bit higher than that. I mean, no. the dude throws for almost 30 touchdowns at least every season. He's always in up by 5,000 yards. He's quarterback nine, I think, right, or something like that. It's something low where like you can get him in like the tenth round. 10th or 11th round. Yeah, QB9, just between Rodgers and Ryan. Yeah, that's – I mean, like, all three of those guys are dropping, Rodgers, Breeze, and Ryan, and, like, 
That's I think that's our point exactly. Why pick up a quarterback so damn high when it's gonna be granted like one to two point they could win you the league or could win you that that week. But what's the difference between you know thirty two points and thirty four points when you win by fifteen? Like that's my issue with like drafting quarterback so damn high when you could get a a quality uh skill position player in those rounds in the 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 three to six rounds and then get a quarterback at round ten. That's the same same point value pretty much as as a Russell Wilson or as a DY. It's crazy to me. Yeah, there's no reason to be reaching for a quarterback that early. There's too many guys. There's thirty two quarterbacks and I mean these fantasy leagues are I mean on average I'd say it's twelve teams. Some get up to fourteen. But then you have those ten leagues or ten team and eight team leagues. There's just so many quarterbacks to choose from that there's no reason to be reaching like that. No, don't reach, man. I'm tired of people reaching. And there's gonna be so, there's so many reachers out there. So many. Nope. Talking to you, Joe. The only the only negative thing I would say about Drew Brees is when they bring Taysom Hill into the game. I don't understand it. I get that the dude's a freak athlete, but you have one of the best quarterbacks of all time. The dude has thrown for five thousand yards five times. And you take him off the field to put in this dude. I just, I don't understand it. It's worked for him. So, I, I mean, Sean Payton, do your thing. But, man, I just, if I got a guy like Drew Brees on my team, he's the leader of your team, I feel like you got to have him out there every play. Just conduct your offense. I'm with you. I, I'm with you. That's that's why I bring Brees down as much. I put A-Rod, even Matt Ryan over him because of that gadget bullshit that, that uh, Sean Payton does. He gets, I feel like he gets bored and, like, yeah, they draw up crazy plays, but like, hold up, did you have you? I mean, you have you won your biggest like, your biggest thing that you're crazy was you did an onside kick and during that you know after halftime of the Super Bowl and that I think that like gusted him to be like yeah I can do some crazy shit every year mm-hmm. and bring in Taysom Hill in yeah he's a he's a a bur- and people are like he should be starting or he should be they should let him go and be I'm like. There is a reason why they don't make him throw the ball. Like you think that you don't think in practice they see him throw the ball? Yeah, I don't get it either. I mean, Sean Payton, do your thing, put him in there, or whatever. But you gotta keep Drew Brees out there. Just put Hill at receiver, put him at running back, or something. But keep Drew Brees under center, getting no snap. Yeah, and his arm is getting is getting a little weaker. That's why you have a possessional wide receiver as your wide receiver one. And I'm not saying he's as not a, the wide receiver one the, too. Yeah, as the wide receiver one because he gets he's. He's big enough to be a tight end. I mean, like he's a he's a monster of a guy, but he catches everything. He's not a burner. He he runs those twenty yard routes. He runs those five yards, ten yard routes. He's perfect for Drew Brees as the quarterback and Michael Thomas. And he is the guy. I mean, he's he's the guy. And Manny Sanders is there. It's a perfect one two combo as veteran that know the routes and know how to sit into routes and know know where. They can their the pockets are where Drew Brees can throw that that ten to twenty yard bomb that he's not going to throw a forty to fifty yard bomb to a, a Ted Ginn. That's why he's not there anymore because he doesn't have the arm strength to do it anymore. Yeah, I mean, just they just throw Michael Thomas underneath. Dude, he put up ten games of over a hundred yards doing that last year. So eighty percent catch rate for Michael Thomas is I, that was wild to me when I saw that one too. I mean, he catches everything. Yeah, and yeah, like I mean, he's wide receiver one without a question now with Hopkins going to Arizona think with Hopkins and Houston it, you could talk about it but Thomas is no question wide receiver one right now for me and that's what my biggest my big opponent about this next year is is the uh the pandemic and no OTAs this team is 
already there. They're they have they have no added really much besides Emmanuel Sanders, who is a veteran who knows every tree, knows every verbiage, knows everything. I'm sure there's a coach that's on that that uh, Saints team that he's played with before or players that he's played with before. He will pick it up in a heartbeat. Um, that's why I would put Michael Thomas in front of everybody else because of that familiarity with this COVID shit. And everybody else in that team, I'm throwing them up in front of, up above from another like OC or another thing like that. Cause Sean Payne is the the as uh, Bill Belichick is with the defense of the Patriots. Sean Payne's the offense of the the New Orleans Saints. So everything that comes with New Orleans is Drew Brees, Sean Payne, and everything else. All the verbiage stays like it's easy for Michael Thomas next year to pick up without OTAs. Easy for Elvin Kamara as well. This team is is set to win again. And I'm I would dra- if their Saints are available for me to draft, I'm drafting a lot of Saints because I like their familiarity with that team and the coaching staff and everything else. Let's talk about with Kamara though. He's on his last year of his con- I just remember like there's a little there's a little rumor mill going on. There's theories that there's trades with I think the Bills or with uh uh the Lions as Kamara get Kamara into there by drafting you know stuff like that because he's he's owed money next year do you like Elvin Kamara for the Saints next this coming year I like him a lot dude I I'll put him at RB4 behind McCaffrey Barkley and Zeke I think he's right up in there with them I don't I mean he had bad TD luck last year with only six total touchdowns I mean the two years prior he had 18 and 13 he's put up 81 catches all three seasons he's been in the league there's no reason why he can't do that again Missed a couple games in the middle of the year last year, so I mean his rushes were down. But if you get this guy up in the 200 range of carries, I think he can get back into that double-digit touchdown season, and he'll be right back up there in the top five running back stat-wise. I would definitely take him if I was drafting right now. I would take him over Delvin Cook or Derrick Henry, Aaron Jones, whatever order you want to put those guys in. I'm putting him. RB4. I might even take Kamara over Michael Thomas just because I like the running back position a little bit more. Damn, dude. Bowsers. Caught me off guard. I like him too. You know, yeah. I mean, this the draft is going to be a, a, is going to be a funny thing. Cuz this is the time of year, the contract year. They're going to I think they're going to draft the running back. They got Lat Murray there still, who did well, but he is who he is. I think if they draft a, a 3 to 4 rounder running back, it's going to be a a telltale sign that Kamara uh, Elvin's out. If they, I mean, if they like him, this the guy is a freak. With with Ingram there this past two years ago, he was the best. He was the C Mac of of this past year. Like he is the guy. Like he's so fun to watch. He can catch the rock. Like we said, the rules. St- my rules stack up with him. He has the the nose ring, which I like. I, I fucking like him too. He's dropping in a lot of people's drafts, which is crazy to me because he had an off TD year, like you said, but his numbers were there. Um, if you get him in the, the six or six to eight pick, you got to fucking steal the draft. I mean, like I said, I'm taking him at number four yeah, overall right exactly. now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I just think the, the offense is built to win now. The team's built to win now. I want to say their best offensive weapon. You could argue him or Michael Thomas. I just think his skill set is crazy for a running back. The way he's, he doesn't look like the fastest dude on the field, but he is so shifty out there. Yeah. He just makes people miss every time. It's that Todd Gurley thing, you know, like where like they kind of run upright a little bit, but they like they're they're silky smooth. They don't take big hit. It's 
He's a good dude. I like his. I like the way he looks. I like the way he plays. Um, yeah, and the Latavius Murray that doesn't really scare me too much. I know last year he had a little bit of standalone value, but that wasn't really until Kamara got hurt in the middle of the season. Latavius wasn't really doing anything before that. He was just a handcuff, and I think they were kind of easing Kamara back into it. He never really got back to full health, and that's why Murray had some value late in the season. But I'm not really worried about him. I think Kamara's the guy. I think he's getting most of the touches. And Latavius is just coming in here and there. Alvin was a top, what, five running back with a top 10 running, top 15 running back as his backup. It's like, that shit don't matter to him. Like, he doesn't care. No, I mean, yeah, him and Ingram did it for years. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Him and Murray can do it too. He just needs those touchdowns to come back. I think Emmanuel Sanders is a sneaky, like, veteran pick you can pick up later in the rounds. Um, Jared Cook is getting older. He's a good tight end, though, to fill. Um, the team is stacked, though. I think, like you said before, they are the team of the division to, to win, obviously with the familiarity with everybody else. Do you want to go on to the big the big shooter? Well, let's talk about the Tom Brady Buccaneers. I mean, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I love this team. I love the offense of this team. Our defense was straight. Defense did way better last year than I was expecting. Their secondary is still a little sketchy, but the way they stopped the run last year and got to the passer was pretty wild. Dude, their their um their their defense is legit. With uh, which McCall is their defensive coordinator? What's his name? I I don't know who it is. It's the Jets. Off the top of my head. The Jets head coach, old Jets head coach. Todd Bowles. Uh, Todd Bowles, Todd Bowles. Yeah, yeah, with him and Arians. That's the thing. I, I love me some Bruce Arians, dude. And when he was in Arizona and they had that all or nothing on him, he was fun. Oh, he was fun to shit. watch. He's, a, he's the guy that everybody wants. Everybody likes him. Like, he's the, he's the polar opposite of what Tom Brady's had for 20 years. And I think that's why he went there. Is, is His conversation with Howard Stern was like, I want to be like, hey, like, be input, like, have the input. Like, this guy was underneath a, a tyrant which the tyrant won a shit ton of games and shit the only reason he's there but he wants to have fun he wants that he wants that like spitball ideas he wants to be open about stuff and i think he has that that freedom now we're in tampa bay and tom brady for at least two years to, with bruce aarons you know have a drink with the coach and let's talk about the game plans and stuff like that where he never had that with bill belichick as a a, a tyrant and just grumpy old guy where I mean you got that you got that Peaky Blinders hat and that cigar smoking Bruce Arians let's go I like Tampa Bay what this is my issue with them is Mike Evans I think the with the Tampa Bay uh, with the Tom Brady pickup I think Chris Godwin is going to be wide receiver one by far I think he's going to be their guy I think Mike Evans and his long threat is going to hurt a little bit just because of the way Tom Brady throws the rock. If Mike Evans, that's with my issue though, because they got OJ Howard as the tight end. If Mike, if they didn't have a tight end, Mike Evans could be that that Gronk type of guy. But I think Mike Evans is such a deep threat. And he's a fucking stud. I don't think Tom Brady can get him the rock like that. Maybe I'm wrong. Hopefully I'm wrong because I like Mike Evans. He's there in a little bit of my draft picks, my second round pick, in my early second round pick. He's there. I, I'm worried about his capabilities. I kind of wrote that down as well. I think Brady. I mean, his arm has looked a little weaker than it has in the past, but I don't think it was too much. His numbers didn't really go down as much. I mean, he's still putting up four thousand plus yards, and he's still up there in league leading 
touchdowns yeah. up in the high 20s. So he's still got an arm. But, yeah, I agree. I think what really helped Evans was James Winston's just lack of care for an interception. He would just throw it as far as he could to Mike Evans and let Mike Evans go get it, which is not a bad thing. I mean, the dude's 6'5". Oh, so yeah. he can jump. He can go get it. But I think Tom Brady is obviously a better overall quarterback, and he's a smarter quarterback. He's going to throw to the open guy more, and he's not just going to chuck it deep to Evans. So I would agree more that Godwin is going to be the wide receiver one on this team. I mean, he was last year. He had a better stat line than Evans did. So there's no reason why he can't repeat that, especially over the slot. With I mean, big slot role for Bruce Arians has always been great. Larry Fitz had a career year with him in Arizona. Yeah. And Godwin, I mean, what they have in the slot in New England? It was Gronk or Edelman or Welker. Brady loves the middle of the field, and that's where Godwin does his thing. So I got Godwin over Evans 100% of the time this year. Yeah, and that's like my only issue with this team is, and not even an issue, it's just the lack of involvement from Mike Evans. And not, and with Tom Brady there, you know he ain't, he's not going to throw, he's not going to do a Stefan Diggs thing, but I think he might get, put on the back burner may hopefully not hopefully he finds that like Marquise Colston type of game where he can find holes in the the later you know parts of the in that the deeper parts of the field but it's, it's not if he can find him it's if Tom Brady can throw the rock I mean he's 42 years old 43 his arm's not what it used to be and his arm wasn't like a, a fucking shooter as is so hopefully he can find involvement I I like Godwin way way better. Um, with that being said, for the pass catching, because New England's all about pass catching running backs, I put Rojo right now, Ronald Jones, so fucking high in my draft. I'm worried they're gonna draft somebody, but as of now, I like him a lot. I like him a lot as well, but I I see them adding someone else to this running back Me too. room. Me Payton, too. Peyton Barber left. They still have uh, Dare Agumbawale. You said it. I got that right. Yeah, I didn't want to say it. I got that right. Dare Agumbawale. So, I mean, he's still there. He could catch a little bit. But, man, there's there's so many free agents out there, like veteran guys that can catch. You still got Devontae Freeman out there, Lamar Miller. uh, LaShawn McCoy is still out there. Theo Riddick, if you want to talk about him. So, I could definitely see him adding either a veteran or maybe just getting a guy in the draft to catch passes. Ronald Jones is – he kind of looked uncomfortable catching the ball last year. He had 31 catches, but it didn't look like that was his forte. So I would like to see him add a pass catching running back. I think that would help Brady. But yeah, if they don't, man, Ron Jones, sky's the limit for him if he can just get the trust that he needs from Bruce Arians. Well, that's my thing. Is like, I feel like uh, Bruce Arians was like the last year. The position's open for anybody. It's for Barber. It's for Ronald Jones, and both of them did not get it. It was always a back-and-forth issue. And it's like, well, with Brady there and his winning mentality, if you're not getting it, the, he's going to go find somebody else to go get it. Like, you're off the team. Like, there's no way. Uh, Bruce Aaron, with a, a killer mentality of Tom Brady, bringing Tom Brady in, if you can't win them games, you're off the fucking squad, or at least on the bench. Like, sorry, we're going to go get, like you said, a Devontae Freeman um, or make a trade or go get a guy. You know, like I could see them getting they Melvin Gore. I mean, Philip. Like, there's there's people out there and there's rumors. You know, Gronk's feeling good enough to go play for Tampa Bay and all this shit. Tom Brady is with Bruce Arians and they're vibing together where they're like, yeah, let's go make some deals. We got we got cap room. We got stuff we can do. I have a window of one to two years, so they're gonna do anything they can to get a ring. And I think. 
if Ronald Jones isn't capable, they're going to find somebody else that is. If he is, he could be a RB1, honestly. I mean, he could be James White plus. Yeah, I mean, if he's getting the rushes and the catches, there's no reason why he can't. I mean, you expect his offense to be just as good, if not better, efficiency-wise than it was last year. I know Winston had a bunch of touchdowns, but he also had a bunch of picks and a bunch of yards. So the offense was, I mean, it was working, but it wasn't working. It was, It's just a weird year for Tampa Bay, I felt like. But now you add Brady in, there's no reason they can't get better. But along the same lines as Ronald Jones, being the trust of Bruce Arians is O.J. Howard. Like, what do, what do you do with O.J. Howard? Bro, I mean, he has all the intangibles as, like, a freak of nature tight end. He's the Gronk. He's the um, Aaron Hernandez. If you don't put it Easy. In, if, Easy. If, Easy now. Okay, maybe. Yeah, sorry. He, <laughs> he don't got the cases like Aaron Hernandez. I don't know about his uh, – who he likes or what he likes. But that's another day. Uh, but again bringing in Tom Brady you're going to get that that Patriot mentality great I wish it was there's OTAs because having a a first battle Hall of Fame having the arguably not even the I mean like he is out of you take a poll of 90 people or excuse me 100 people 90 people are going to say Tom Brady's the best quarterback of all time walking into your facility doing what he does as a a madman they say as like preparation film work if you're not cutting it, you, there's something wrong with you. Like, if you see your best player the, doing all that shit, you better fucking come with it. You better be in the film room. You better be out there taking snaps with them. Because the fact is, he's going to make you a shit ton of fucking money. Aaron Hernandez wouldn't have done got anything paid-wise, that $40 million contract. Gronk wouldn't be in the fucking Hall of Fame if Tom Brady wasn't under center. So, motherfucker, listen to him. Do what you got to do. You're a freak of nature. Act right. Get in fucking the rhythm of this offense or you're fucking gone. And I think that's what made me. That's why I would draft O.J. Howard hoping, obviously late rounds, but hoping he wakes up and becomes the guy that everybody thinks he can become. Yeah, I think his he's like tight end 15 right now. I think it's definitely going to go up once the season gets closer. People are going to start talking about Brady being there and these tight end connections he's had, which, I mean, it's, it's just been Gronk and Hernandez, but those are some big seasons out of those guys. And, O.J. Howard is like the same body type as what Gronk was. He's just that big, tall, big tight end, big hands. He can catch when he when his head's in it. It seemed like last year he was in his own head. Yeah. Like he didn't he didn't have the trust of BA maybe, or he just he just didn't know what was going on. So I think hopefully they, these guys can get out and they can get some work in, build a chemistry. Because if man, if Brady can get going with Evans, Godwin, and Howard, that could be one of the best receiving casts that he's ever had. Yeah. I mean, we got a quarterback eating his own finger saying they're dubs. It's hard to concentrate. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> you know. Oh, that, dude, that speech was wild. You know, you got a guy doing eating his own fingers like a guy that gets dropped off to work. Like, come on, bro. Like, you got to be better than that. So I think bringing in Tom Brady, don't get lost in his eyes. Don't get lost in his look. If you get lost in his intensity, you're going to do just fine. But I mean, they're set up to – to compete this year, I can definitely see him getting a wild card spot. I still think I like the Saints more, though. I think that team is just built better, and they're just they've been together longer. That's it, and they're just ready to win. Yep, I think just with the whole factor of not being able to practice as much as they want, and you can zoom all you want with your their wide receivers. If you know Tom Brady is a preparation type of guy, if he's not there doing like with hands on with the guys, it's going to be a little bit more challenging. I see them in the the second half of the season making a surge. I see them, like you said, the wild card 
position is 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 where I see him as well. I still think it's the Saints. Um, ATL is going to be up there. They got other weapons. I think Carolina is going to struggle. I think you're right. I think it's going to be the Saints and then Tampa Bay fighting for that that spot. Yeah, the NFC wild card, man. It's always a fight. So it seems like almost every year it's a new team in there. Well, don't they, wait, the do they add playoffs this year? Do they add a spot? They did. They went up to Let's go. They go to four, 14 teams now or something. Yeah. So only one one bye week, so that's gonna be huge. more games in. Uh, more games. Yeah. Oh, that that wild card week is gonna be so fucking fun to watch. Can't wait. As long as it happens, man. As long as it happens. Dude, that's just crazy. Well, shit, dude. Well, shit. We just figured, we did it. Oh, we did all the divisions, man. I feel good about it. Yeah, that was fun. You know, I'm ready for. I'm. I'm. We we got our palms together. Look it up in the sky. Pray for whoever you want to pray for. Hopefully this season goes off without a hitch. But we're telling you right now, next week, we're going to do that double header. We're going to do a Monday, Tuesday type of, of talk. We may, This one's a little long one. We might do like a 40-minute guy and talk about all the people in the draft that we think are going to be fantasy implications and just people that we like in the draft that people think they can pick up, make a difference in each and every team. And then for the draft, if it's Thursday, we're going to do the first round in a Zoom with some of our clown friends. Hopefully you enjoy these these fucking crazy dudes. We're going to be talking shit, drinking a little bit, doing everything else we need to do, get our mind right, and hopefully you guys thoroughly enjoy next week. We are excited for some sports actually to talk that are live. We can watch them within our eyes. We're not doing replays of 1997 championship games, which are fucking annoying to look at. I know the outcome. I lost all my money on bets. I'm tired of it. Mish, sound it off. Yeah, man, I'm ready for some some real football action next week with the draft. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to getting together with the guys. Just getting some football action going. It's going to be fun, man. All right, boys, we out. Peace. Peace.